This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Get a local toll-free number. Just bring your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. Well, you could say Jim Kelly started it all at the U because when Jim arrived in Miami at 1979 to play for Lou Saban, the Hurricanes hadn't been to a bowl game in 12 years. Two years later, though, Jim Kelly was the MVP of the Peach Bowl. And no surprise there, he had made an impact from the very beginning at Miami when his first star as a 19-year-old freshman when he upset Penn State 26-10. to 10. Of course, it was long before the U would become an NFL tributary, sending 26 first-round draft picks to the NFL in the 1990s or 10 more. In any other school, Jim, of course, was a 1983 first-round draft pick of the Buffalo Bills, where he had such an accomplished NFL career, including four straight Pro Bowl or Super Bowl appearances. Sorry, that he was inducted in 2002 into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But today, he's here to talk to us about the U and how it and he all got started. So, Jim, thanks for joining us and get this huddle going, would you please? Oh, boy, I love it. Uh, even thinking about back in the U, even though I probably don't remember some things about that, but I do remember back in the day where, uh, you know, Lou Saban did recruit me. But to be honest with you, the guy that got it all started was Howard Schnellenberger, and I'm so blessed that I had, you know, throughout my career, whether it was high school, college, USFL, and the NFL, I have been blessed to have great, great head football coaches and it, you know, it definitely all started with my high school football coach, Terry Henry, who really taught me the word, uh, the words I should say, work ethic. And if I wanted to make it, I had to work at it. But uh, there's no doubt that I rub it into a lot of people when I say I'm from the U. So, yeah, that was bringing <laughs> back great memories. I was a guy who, you, you were at East Brady High School outside of Pittsburgh. You were the All-State quarterback. You threw for nearly 4,000 yards and I think 44 touchdowns. You wanted to go to Penn State. Everybody out there wants to go to Penn State. But you didn't go to Penn State. You ended up at the U. How did that happen? Well, the, to be honest with you, where I'm from, uh, it's outside of Pittsburgh. You're either Pitt or Penn State fan. And I've always been a Penn State fan. I always loved Joe Paterno. I always wanted to play for the Nittany Lions. And I guess as, as time went on, as I continued to get older, I went to a football camp my junior senior year in high school thinking I showed them enough that I could play the position of quarterback. But unfortunately, well, I should say, unfortunately for Penn State, um, <laughs> Uh, you know, he recruited me as a linebacker later on. I mean, he called me and said that, uh, you know, we've already signed two All-State quarterbacks, but we'll give you uh, a scholarship as a linebacker. And, of course, first thing I did was I had three older brothers. I called my oldest brother, Pat, who played for, you know, NFL. I didn't play a long time, but he was drafted by the Baltimore Colts, and I called him and I said, Pat, Coach Saban just called me and told me that, uh, I mean, Coach uh, – uh, Paterno just called me and he told me that, uh, you know, they've already signed two all-state quarterbacks, but they'll give me a, a full ride uh, as a linebacker. What do you think I should do? And he said, brother, I have a few words of advice for you. He said, before, you know, you board those chartered flights uh, for the away games, he said, the flight attendants never want to know who the linebackers are. They always want to know who's the quarterback. And, uh, I said, that's enough said. I'm a quarterback and uh, – rest was history. I went, uh, went on to the University of Miami and uh, had a great, great time. And not a bad career. I didn't play a lot of games there, you know, but, uh, you know, the start of Howard Schnellenberger coming in, bringing a quarterback coach by the name of Earl Morrill, who really taught me the pro-style offense. So it was a blessing. Yeah, but Jim, Penn State is linebacker you, 
Joe thought you were a linebacker. W what gave you the conviction to pass on Penn State? Well, I really, you know, I played linebacker in college. I mean, in high school, I really enjoyed the position. I loved hitting and not getting hit. But I knew in my heart I wanted to play quarterback. And uh, even though my brother said that, probably more as a joke than anything, that's what I wanted to do. I, I mean, I was in my backyard. I wore number 12. I, you know, put a magic marker. You know, growing up in Pittsburgh, I was a big Terry Bradshaw fan on the field. And then off the field, I, I wanted to be like Joe Namath. I think everybody wanted to be back in, back in those days. And for me, it was fun. And uh, that's, that's what my goal was. come from a little dinky town in Pennsylvania. Not sure what situation was going to be in my future. But I had big dreams. And uh, you never know. I worked hard enough. And... Uh, you know, thank God it all came uh, came to the forefront, and I wound up you know being able to fulfill a lot of dreams. We're speaking with Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at @talkoffamenet. And Jim, as I mentioned when I introduced you, your first start was against Penn State. Uh, you were 19 at the time, and I, I don't think you were supposed to win that game. But when it was over, Joe Paterno came over and shook your hand. What did you say to him, or any chance you said to him, "I told you so"? One of those things I told you at the beginning. I don't remember. <laughs> and the thing is, all I remember is my mom and my dad were there, My bro you know, a couple of my brothers. And as a matter of fact, Coach Schnellenberger, before the game, uh, pregame meals, when it pulled me aside the night before, I should say, um, he, you know, hinted around he's going to make some changes and not knowing that that was going to be one of them was going to be me. Uh, he pulled me aside after pregame meal and he said, son, get, get ready. You're starting today. And the first thing I did was, I went to the bathroom and I threw up for about 20 minutes because, you know, I was, of course, nervous. 19-year-old, playing in front of, what, 80,000, 90,000 people. My first start ever against a coach that told me I couldn't – well, I guess I wasn't good enough to, to be the quarterback that he wanted on his football team. And wind up going out, as you stated before, winning 26-10. And that was my start of my college career. My, As a matter of fact, my four last games of that season, my freshman year, we were against Penn State, Alabama, Notre Dame, and Florida. So it was a uh, big-time welcome to the NCAA. Uh, Miami was 93-92 and 92 in those next two years. And could you see what was developing at the U, and, and could you sort of ever think that they were going to end up becoming that, that program that, that, that they were for so long, producing all those great NFL players? Well, yeah, I mean, we did. They, they brought a lot of great players in. You never know. I mean, you hope that you'll be able to be a big part of changing the program around. I had so many coaches when I was being recruited say, oh, they're going to get rid of football. You know, it's not a great university. And I bought into what Lou Saban said. He was, you know, he was a former NFL head coach. It's what my dream was. I mean, I went down there. I was recruited, you know, heavily. I, first time I ever really was in Florida. Never had lobster before, and, uh, you know, they picked me up with, I think, three or four Hurricane Honeys, uh, and I go, where do I sign that? So that, to me, was pretty cool. Pretty good sunburn, though, not being a, you know, being Irish and being from Pennsylvania, I'd really never been to Florida, so for me, that was a, a, a great surprise, and I loved it, but more importantly, for me, was a pro-style offense, because I continued to have a dream of playing in the NFL. Jim, your junior year, you did it again. Penn State was number one in the country. You beat them 17-14. You think Joe Paterno was getting a little tired of seeing you? <laughs> he probably did back then, but I, I got to admit, you know, of course, you know, it just wasn't me. It was so many different players that we had. We had a good defense at the time, and um, we really didn't throw the football a lot. I mean, compared to nowadays, you have, you know, the 
the, uh, not only the run and shoot that was started coming in early, you know, probably in the 90s, but the no-huddle offense and different things. And now you see so much uh, of a shotgun and everybody run that uh, different style of offense. We didn't throw the ball a lot, but we threw enough, to, I guess, to, to convince people out there that when I was a senior and I was up for the Heisman Trophy that I might be able to do it. But, boy, I'll tell you what, that was a great time, especially beating Penn State, especially when you look back and them not want me to play there and saying I wasn't good enough. I mean, they never really came out and said that wasn't good enough, but signing two All-State guys. And really, I think, to be honest with you, I don't think any of them really wind up playing. One turned out to be a receiver, and the other was a backup throughout his career. Hey, Jim, we've got about a minute left, but I wanted to ask you about being that the first-round draft pick in 1983. I mean, after then, you, you began a parade of All-American quarterbacks to Miami, Bernie Kosar, Testaverde, Walsh, Erickson, Gino Toretta. Do you take some pride in being the first and, and the one who got the U started? Yeah, I do, because I understand what the University of Miami is all about. They, they call quarterback U. I recruited Vinny and Bernie the same year, told them both they have a good chance of starting like anybody would do, trying to get top quarterbacks there. But, uh, yeah, I do. And, and, you know, I spent some time with Bernie and Vinny, and I, I don't, I'm not there a lot as far as around those guys, but when we do, we reminisce about the good old days, have a little fun. But, uh, yeah, because I always go around. I, everywhere I go where there's somebody from the U, we take a picture. It's all about the U. And when I sign a court, uh, you know, I, whether it's a helmet, a football, whatever, if it has the U on it, I put it's all about the U. hey jim thanks so much for the time and thanks for reliving the good old days for us my pleasure guys y'all have a good time uh and again i have to say it's all about you guys so (laughs) take care of yourself and have a good 2017 we'll talk to you down the road thanks thanks Thanks, jim Jim. that's hall of fame quarterback jim kelly up next our rick gaza explains why when it comes to the draft teams love living on the edge this is the talk of fame network